The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. My name is Vinny. And with me here, as always, on the hotlines tonight, we got Brother Jeff. Party people. Also on the hotlines, we'll call it the uh, Penelope uh, Cash Strength Bourbon Hotline. We got Brother Pete. Hello, hello. And on the, uh, let's see here, South Carolina Select Club Whiskey Hotline, we got... Brother Sean. See you in hell, baby. <laughs> How you boys doing? Chilling. How you Chilling. doing? It's rainy eve. Yeah, it's nasty out. Cold rain. We had some sleep yeah, too. My, I've been on my couch most of the day, so I have no clue what's going on out there. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been playing Call of Duty pretty much nonstop. The last two weeks. Uh, I noticed a uh, water spot in my ceiling yesterday uh, above nah. my desk, and I can't decide if it's from the rain or from having guests over that don't know how to shower correctly. So <laughs> I uh, recalked my tub yesterday afternoon. So that, that was super fun. Don't know how to we'll shower properly. Well, I just like putting their foot over the drain. I either the liner wasn't in the shower or he got out of the shower soaking wet and got the floor all wet and the water just found its way because the spot is right below the tub. And I don't think the tub itself is leaking, so just What a jabron. Put your liner put your liners in the shower and don't walk out of it when you're soaking wet. Yeah. Tell off talking about goddamn heathens. Australians, man, you just can't trust them. Yeah, down no, under no. things just go down differently. Under things. Water doesn't go where it's supposed to. Well, they're combating reptiles and spiders. They don't care about water. <laughs> yeah, maybe they uh, maybe they shower with one leg out just in case a yeah, giant maybe. spider tries to. <laughs> All right, let's tap into these beers. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Pete, what do you got? I have uh, one of my local faves, uh, coffee oatmeal brown ale from Free Will. Uh, the old COB. It's like a seven and a half, I want to say. Love that beer. Good. I don't know. Actually, it went up since the last time I've had it. It's 8.3. Fine, fine beer. Jeffrey, what do you got? Like beer, beer and caffeine. Oh, yeah. Jeff? What? What do you got? Eh, just a Coca-Cola. Okay. I had a uh, I had a Dewey beer secret machine earlier. It was a mango passion fruit orange creamsicle pomegranate. Yeah. Mm. All right. It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Sean. Uh, I've got one more week of not drinking beers, even though I hung out with Pete on Saturday and drank a plenty for a special occasion. But uh, tonight I made an old fashioned with 
wild turkey rare breed, which I think comes in at like a 114% something or, or uh, 114 proof. I do love a good 114%. Yeah, <laughs> not 114%, <laughs> but maybe it feels that way sometimes. I do love an old fashioned. We were at a, uh, a bar the other night and I had a, uh, they were doing like the barrel aged cocktails. I had a barrel aged tequila old fashioned, which was Ooh. nice item. Yeah, one with a little bitters, uh, some syrup, and two maraschino cherries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a there's a Mexican restaurant near me that does a. Uh, they call it a margarita, but it's made with whiskey, so I don't really know how you call it that. But, <laughs> um, but it's a but it doesn't really taste like whiskey, so you know whatever. But it's their spicy margarita, and it's like spicy mango habanero with whiskey hmm. uh it's really really fucking good yeah um and i ordered it because i'll always take a spicy marg over a regular marg so i ended up having two the last time i went there uh it's fantastic nice uh on the beer front over here i have a little uh selection from mason ale works out of uh san diego california mason ale works they uh I've had some nice collabs with beer zombies out of Las Vegas that we have enjoyed in the show. But this one is uh, Dankenstein's Monster Unfiltered Double IPA. It's got a nice picture, nice glow-in-the-dark picture of uh, Frankenstein's Monster on here. Nice item. Uh, I don't see... So it was a double IPA. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. 10% ABV. Whoops. <laughs> I knew it was a double, but I didn't know it was that big of a double. Hold the beat. We'll see how this goes. Oh, it's a it's a smooth ten percent, and it is uh, certainly danky. Nice work out of Mason Aleworks, as always. All right, you guys got anything on the the news or music or what you've been watching? Um, oh, you know what? I did have a thing that I saw, and I didn't watch it because I thought it could make a fun watch this or die. Um, and I'm now I'm blanking on what it was called, but um, I had it. I saw it when I was looking through Showtime, I think. Um. Uh, it's a movie about a fan of Friday the 13th, and it's like uh, he tracks down and is hunting people who have been in Friday the 13th movies, actors and actresses. Yeah, I, I saw this. Uh, I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. I, I... So it's almost kind of like a new nightmare concept. Huh. But it's like non, you know, it's non, it's not canon, obviously. Uh, but uh looks like it could be fun. It's funny because um, looking at it, I, uh, I saw who's in it and it's like, wow, they got a, a good chunk of the people and they all kind of play themselves. Except for Corey Feldman, who plays a separate character in the movie, which is like, that would be something he does. <laughs> Um, so bear, with me while I, bear with me while I try and 
It's called 13 Fanboy. Uh, an obsessed fan stalks his favorite actors from probably the 13th movies and beyond, mirroring his idol Jason Voorhees. Okay. Um, it's on a Showtime, you said? Uh, yeah. I, hmm. uh, but I'm sure it could be rented. If not, I, I think I, I just have Showtime currently because I'm watching a show on there. But um, yeah, so it's got D. Wallace. Uh, Haley Grebauer, Corey Feldman, Kane Hodder, CJ Graham, uh, you know, a bunch of people that have been in the franchise. Right, um, so, you know, put that on the back burner for a future watch this guy, I think would be fun. Yeah. Um, and then, um, other than that, I've been watching, um, Kind of just casually, the show. I'm not even sure if I like it yet, but I'm only two episodes in. It's called the um, the Peripheral. It's an Amazon show with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. She was like the girl in Kickass. She's done a lot since then, but um, that's her most notable, probably for this show. Uh, it's kind of like a futuristic. Mm, semi video game but not video game kind of like digital astral projection kind of mind thing science fiction seems okay um but it's getting a lot of buzz in the it's an amazon original um and then another amazon original i'm watching right now that i actually really like i'm two episodes in i started it last night and i stopped myself because i wanted to save it a little bit it's called paper girls a TV show and basically it's about um, teenage like 12 13 year old uh, girls doing paper route in the 1980s like 83 or something and they somehow uh, interact with a time space continuum kind of thing and they end up in modern day and uh so far only one of them has run into but they they are running and they're trying to get away and they the one the girl runs into her house where her future self still lives and so there's like a whole uh kind of weird thing going on there Hmm. but uh i like the i mean they're pretty much unknowns but i like the the young actresses they're they're good and it's like it's like r-rated you know it's like there's cursing and stuff so it's sean and uh uh ali wong stand-up comedian plays like the older version so far of this young girl so like you know it's funny but it's like you know it's a little like stranger things like you know in like the whole 80s plus current day thing um uh but it's definitely unique in its own story arc so Check Man. those two out if you're interested in sci-fi. I would watch those. Has anybody watched uh, interview with an interview with a vampire? No, but because I just don't have Hulu, and I didn't set it to record. It seems to be getting a lot of uh, good buzz. It's on my list when I finish the shows that I'm currently watching. Yeah, eventually I'll. You know, I go through. I cycle myself and I'll just like, I'll wait and I'll subscribe to Hulu for a month and I'll watch a bunch of Hulu and then 
cancel it, you know, to, so I'm not just like paying for all subscriptions all at once. Yeah. Oh, uh, you could get my Hulu account. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I used to have my sister-in-law's and I don't know. I think she changed the password and I don't feel like asking for it again. <laughs> uh, I should even though I should just ask my brother, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely have that in the list. Um, it is, it is definitely a show season. Um, yeah, I mean, I have I have shows that have already uh, aired that I'm catching up on. There's new shows dropping. Um, yeah, late fall and winter is definitely show season. I uh, I just got into uh, Gacy Devil in Disguise, well documentary uh, on Peacock. I'm hoping to finish that tonight. And how is that? Yeah, it's very good. It's wild. Uh, a lot of shit that I had no idea about. Again, like you know, I was a little crazy kid reading about all the serial killers on uh, CrimeLibrary.com, and I don't remember any of this stuff that they're mm. bringing up. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I watched the Japanese movie House, um, which if Wild Zero is like a 11 on the crazy bonkers meter house is a 10 <laughs> oh damn yeah house is it's something else but really enjoyable at the same time so uh i think that's about it for me i got a stack of shit now that on top of a stack of shit like I yeah you uh, digging myself in a deeper hole you cleaned up at uh monster mania so the, yeah. the Monster Mania uh, convention just wrapped up in uh-huh. Oaks, Pennsylvania. Fairly big convention. Uh, cer- certainly big time for our area. Uh, and Jeff got quite the haul from uh, uh, Vincent Vinegar yeah. Syndrome. He, you've you've heard him on the episodes before mention how big. The stack of movies he has to watch is, and now it is all the more big. Yeah. Jeff is, as you would say, in the weeds. I am in the weeds. Good thing the weather is getting poopier. Yeah. Uh, Because I feel no need to go out, and I'm just going to watch all this stuff finally. The problem is, I I think I I probably said this, but I can't just watch the movie and then move on. Like, I have to go through every special feature, and that takes, like, days sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with these Blu-ray releases, like they give you all those bonus features and extras on the Blu-ray as far as uh, uh, you know extra content, and you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta consume it all. Consume, consume, consume. Yeah, I just oh, so much. Yeah. Um, it uh. Jeff, Jeff, was there anybody at Monster Mania? Did you see anybody while you were there? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I was standing next to Robert England at one point, who I didn't realize was Robert England until someone was being a jackass and started screaming his name. Uh, Jesus. Um, I guess, I mean, I was like walking like with him, and then he went and got some pizza. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, they had a bunch of guests. Uh, Tom Noonan, uh, Duncan Rhaegar from the Monster Squad, all the Dream Warriors were there, Robert England. Uh, Heather Langenkamp, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, uh, the guy that plays Art the Clown from Terrifier, uh, 
Devin Sawa. Ooh, you saved, you, you buried the lead. Daniel Harris. I love yeah, Devin Sawa. I would have uh, definitely wanted to meet um, uh, Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. Uh, and got that uh, Manhunter DVD signed. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I have I have the Monster Squad 20th anniversary, and it's got this cool holographic slipcover on it. And I was like, oh, I should get that signed by as many of them as I can. The problem is that when I bought it, Best Buy decided to slap their sticker on it, and I can't get it off without ripping the cover. Ah, I'm really annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. More like Worst Buy. <laughs> it is now. Unless you need, like, a watcher. Um, as far as watching stuff, just dropped uh, yesterday as of, as of recording, so Monday, uh, on Paramount Plus, Smile has dropped, and I thought it was pretty good. The it, it's getting uh, very middle of the ground, um, you know, but. The uh, the negative reviews are a bit drastic, and that like they're basically going after it for being too much of a it follows uh, ripoff or having too many jump scares. Which I don't know how that's a negative. I mean, there's plenty of horror movies that uh, kind of change change the pace and the grounds of, 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 of uh, a style, which It Follows did. And I guess you can call it a ripoff, but it's kind of just playing off of it. Um, I thought it was good. You mean, are you talking about the creature feature, It Follows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The creature feature. Don't tempt me. Don't <laughs> I, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So, um, this one would have been an interesting... Selection as a creature feature, actually. Nope. Because nope. there is a creature involved. Don't tell, me, don't tell me it's an It Follows ripoff and then call it a creature feature. I don't want to do it. But it actually shows a creature. When you watch the movie, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, It, it, it is very much in the It Follows vein, but it also has an on-screen creature. So it would have hmm. qualified. Uh, there is a lot of jump scares, but I thought it, I thought it was really good. It was just too long. It uh, is two hours long, which for me is too long for a horror film. Uh, and there's certain things that could have been cut out, but it does a good job at like building that tension and building uh, the creepiness and scares. It's it's quite good. I definitely recommend it. Streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, the only thing I really watched of note recently was they just put out a remake of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, the German remake of the movie. I plan on watching uh, that for an upcoming episode. Which might have been a watch for an upcoming episode. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen the original, and I know the original is uh, a well-reviewed film from... Mm. What, like 1929 or 1930 
But I really like the remake for what it was, and the cinematography of it was really beautiful. Yeah, uh, I, I keep hearing good and, things about and it. And harrowing. Harrowing, too, because you know, it really shows the, the World War One realities. Uh, uh, speaking of World War One, have you seen... Uh, it's old, but it's on Netflix right now. I guess it was made in like the sixties or seventies or something. It's called Hitler: A Career. No, nope. Uh, it is wild. So it's it's just like narrated old film from Nazi Germany, but it's like I didn't know that like the extent, like the the pageantry that he would like put on and like the propaganda stuff and like the weird costumes that the, they would wear. It was, it's wild, man. I just watching it just to kind of, it's almost shocking. Like to see, hmm. um, just like his, his flamboyancy when giving speeches and stuff, like there's a speech he gives where he gets up on in front of everybody, everyone gets quiet. And then he just stands there for 10 minutes in silence. And then starts with like his whole Hitler spiel. It, yeah, he loved it, the, he loved the show. Yeah, it's why and like it was basically because he uh, wanted everything filmed. Like that was part of his uh, way he was gonna run everything. So it's it, it's wild, man. It's it's some crazy stuff. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I watched that too. I fell asleep part of it, but I mean, it's it's crazy. All right, should we dive into this uh, Watch This or Die? If you would like to. Let's do it. Who All right, Sean, to, why don't you, uh, Sean yeah, why don't you in- intro this one? Uh... Yeah, so I think I might have recommended this movie. Um, Let me walk down my stairs. I just walked upstairs to let the dog out. She doesn't want to go out because it's pouring rain. Yeah, it's Uh, gross out. No dog wants to go out in that. No, but this movie was billed as the Japanese Evil Dead. And in a lot of ways, it is that. And if I can describe the plot, which is loose on the plot, um, the movie starts with a guy murdering his a, a guy murdering a woman. You don't really understand the story behind it in a house, and then he buries her within. Yeah, I think he buries her in the floor of the house, and we cut to his son. Uh, his pumping some iron. <laughs> his son. His son's pumping and his pumping some iron. He doesn't have a whole lot going on. Wait, can can I interject real quick? Uh, we Please. we ne- we neglected to say the title of the movie. I was just thinking that. Oh, as well. oh sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was distracted. This movie's the the bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell. Uh, <laughs> a Japanese movie out of 1995. Uh, released on Shutter. If you want to stream it, it's only like 60. Four minutes long, something like that. Yeah, so just over an hour. Um, yeah, sorry, I should have started with that. But yeah, um, you end up getting a little bit of backstory uh, that this guy's dad kills this woman, buries her in the basement of this house. Cut to him 
with his then girlfriend. Uh, he's re- reconnecting with her. Uh, she's asking him what he's been up to for the last couple months. And he tells her that he's just been lifting a lot. And it, this is like a slender man. <laughs> he hasn't been working. He hasn't had a job. She calls him out on, on, on it. He says he's been lifting a lot. And, and then like a bicep comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's a very muscular bicep. Um, and that doesn't come up for the next like 45 minutes of the film. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, she's he's showing her at some point pictures of his house growing up. He does mention he does mention that he was keeping his weights in the basement, which is important. Which is it's important. That does come back. That does come back. Uh, yeah, he he. I, I can't. I'm not even sure why he's showing her pictures of uh, some stuff he found from his his parents' life. And he's showing pictures of his house, like his childhood house, and there's pictures of his dad out front of it. And then there's pictures of his dad with this woman who he has no explanation for who this woman is. He doesn't know who she is. Maybe an old flame of his dad's. Um, and then the, the girlfriend is really interested in going to – she's a photographer and wants to go photograph this house for a project she's working on. And I maybe I missed it in the translation or reading the subtitles, but they bring a, a psychic to the house. Yeah, he's a psychic. Yep. But I don't really know why they need to bring a psychic to the house, but they uh, do to move the story along. Yeah, the project she's like... working on is on haunted houses. Yeah, he he's working on haunted houses, but I don't know that they really mentioned that this house was supposedly haunted because they don't know about the girlfriend. Um, but they go to the house and they take the psychic there. Uh, he immediately, when they get to the outside, he's like, oh shit, there's like bad vibes in this house. There's a sinister presence here. Let's go in anyway. Uh, they go in. He's very quick to tell them not to open any of the shades. Don't let any, lo- let any light in. He summons this woman whose presence he feels. She takes over his body so he's gone but he's also he's got some powers that she can access um and they end up fighting with the couple uh which i think after that they get they get out of the house at that point i think uh, they, they fight is that what they fight with the psychic and they leave the house but then they end up going back mm. No, I think they're in there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure they get they get out of the house at some point because she wants to go back. Oh, well, that that was stupid of her. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, if I could say the plot of this movie is not exactly easy to follow. There is no plot. It's a, it's much. just a, it's an homage to Evil Dead. Is what it, it's exactly what it is. They get out of the house and decide that it's best that they go back into the house for the preacher or for whatever reason. And uh, they end up fighting the preacher, and it goes full evil dead with them chopping apart his body, his body parts coming to life, his head and his hand sewing themselves together and becoming a head hand. Don't forget about the ghost dad in the TV. 
the ghost dad in the TV. Ghost dad on the TV. Um, Dude, they they literally they literally do shot for shot the ash. Well, he doesn't have a chainsaw hand in this, but he does like the whole <laughs> shotgun loading up. And I'm watching it, and I'm just thinking to myself, all he has to do is say groovy, and then he fucking says groovy. I was like, oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> he even like kind of looks like a young Asian Bruce Campbell. Like I was thinking, like I think I read that was one of my first notes. I was like, he kind of looks like an Asian Bruce Campbell. Like they they dressed him up to be the part. He quaffed his hair. He clapped his hair. When the shotgun came out, I, my notes were, "Where's the chainsaw?" Yeah. But he's not. He doesn't wield a chainsaw. He gets the vision from his dad, who tells him he knows. He'll know his weapon when he sees it, and it's weights. <laughs> <laughs> and th- and then the, the last- weights which he's been keeping in the basement. <laughs> and then the last twenty minutes is him beating the shit out of this like reanimated corpse. Yeah. With with he frisbee throws like a twenty five pound weight through its head. I like how he has like 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 a bench barbell with weights on it, and he's like spinning it around like it's like a like Donatello with his stick. Dude, he's jacked. You saw that bustle? I feel like I skipped over a lot of the film, and I really didn't because that was like no an hour. It's like it. But did you notice when he goes down into the basement, he's in, like, a white shirt, and then he has his Hulk out scene where he, he like, grows all these muscles and <laughs> his shirt, and then he's shirtless, and he's very ripped. And he comes, he comes upstairs, and he's, like, a scrawny guy in a, in a black tank top. Where did the black tank top come from? Dude. I, he was I, he was shirtless in the basement, and he comes upstairs, and he's in a blank tank, blank, black tank top. Just to give you an idea of, of what this movie apparently was, it was shot in 95. It didn't get released till 2012. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, there are three people in the whole thing, physically? Um, this, this shoestring budget can't be expressed enough. I mean, Pete nailed it. I think it. I think it was shot on VHS. Like, was the budget like five hundred dollars? Oh, maybe. dude, it was maybe that. Yeah, I mean, they spent it all on um, air hoses to shoot blood <laughs> and the weight. Yeah. Um, I think the best part of this movie is the cover. Yeah, and that was probably made. That was actually honestly probably drawn, like, just for the shutter release. It's probably like brand new. Oh, no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind that it was just made for the release. Um, I think the only reason it's even on Shutter is um, they also put out Evil Dead Trap and Evil Dead Trap 2, which are also comparable to the American Evil Dead. Well, they must have been listening to our J-horror versus K-horror episode. They must have been. They needed to put more on. Shudder and Bloody Disgusting, man. They always know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, Vinny, what did you think about this movie? Uh, I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems so, like for good reason. This is a problem. You can't just not watch the movies, because this is the second or third time you've done that. No, this is the first and last. Oh, absolutely not. I gave you a trauma movie once, and you're like, no, I just didn't watch it. 
Well, that's Truma. Now, this it's might different. as well have been a Truma movie. <laughs> you might make me change my opinion here, Vinny. Because the only people I would recommend to watch this movie are you three. Yeah, it, it's an it's a die for me. <laughs> yeah, you have to. It's you a have die to be, for me. You have to be uh, pretty into the Japanese horror scene to you know want to watch this. It's. But I think you have to be an Evil Dead super fan and just like a fan of low budget. Yeah, but I mean, are, I I'm a fan of low budget. And this is just, it's, well, I'll tell you why it sucks. Because it's low budget and it's in subtitles. So it's like, yes, you yeah, can't have tough. it both ways. <laughs> if it, it was, if it, it was of, of a higher quality production, I would, I would give it, but it's, it's, it's difficult to watch because it, it's just so like shitty. Like, yeah, in quality. exactly. Right. And so you don't even want to pay attention to it. But you and have also, to understand what's going on. And also, the budget was so low that they didn't even, like, there's no, like, the, like the I guess you could call it, like, a cold open. It just literally starts, starts, yeah, and it's it just starts. this guy stabbing this woman. And you're just like, what? And right, there's, no, there, to... there's, like, no buildup. There's no, and like, 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 you feel like you're starting in the middle of a movie. That's how, mm-hmm. like, it just cuts in. There's no, like... Hey, exactly. this is Bruce, and this is Tammy. Um, and it immediately cuts to his son, who you don't really know is his son until, like, 45 minutes later, yeah. or however long. But he, like, kind of looks like him, and you're like, what's going on here? Is this a flashback, or is this, like... Yeah. And, and, the, and they're just, like, and it's, like, almost like a soap opera, like, music playing. And the, oh, yeah, and the women are, like, they're, like, hanging out next to, like, a tennis court or some shit. And he's like, no, every- he, and he just tells her, he's like, yeah, I really haven't been doing anything since we broke up. And you're like, oh, so this is like an ex couple, but they're hanging out. And then he's just talking about how much he's been lifting. <laughs> um, Everything that Wild Zero did right in terms of like score <laughs> and like, I don't know, just story and having fun, this movie did wrong. Yeah. And the yeah, weird, well, like, uh, the weird, like, door with the woman's face on it. Oh, the last scene of the film? Yeah, but they also show it, it's in like the, one of the pictures too, I think. In the beginning. That being but said, you probably did, can't even tell because the quality so shitty. Did any of you guys hate this movie or did you like, I were there parts I you enjoyed? I wouldn't I say I hated ridiculous. it, but I, but I found it hard. I found it difficult to watch. Yeah, I, I second that. Like, yeah, I didn't so, hate it because it's whatever. I was kind like, of putting yeah. myself in as like the audience, hoping you would convince me to watch it, and I'm not feeling it. I yeah, might have liked this. I might have liked it slightly better had we watched it like all as a whole and just been kind right. of like mystery science 100%. theater reacting. Yeah, but watching it by myself, like I was like, oof, this is rough. Yeah. I mean, I think I texted you guys and I was like this thing better pick up and get crazy because that first, like, 15 minutes is pretty slow for an hour-long movie. I thought some of the fight scenes with the the first scene where the psychic gets possessed and then the scene where the, like, corpse gets reanimated were more, like, on the funny side of Evil Dead. Oh, absolutely. Like, some of the, some of the shit was so ridiculous, like him throwing the weights or, like, brandishing the like bar 
or using the bar as a cross, he like puts it in a crossbow or a, a bow and arrow and shoots her through the head. Like, some yeah, of that shit made me laugh out loud. There's yeah. also like, there's obviously some sort of significance with the necklace, and it's just never explained. Oh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. What yeah. it is. The blood like, like gets it, sucked it, into it, it, it like absorbs yeah. blood in the beginning and then it lets it back out and then it's, it's crawling like, in and out of eyes. Yeah, but it has it's not. I I guess in that is like the the way I looked at it is like that was like sort of like the Necronomicon aspect of the Evil Dead part, but there's no reasoning behind it. Is it a haunted object? Is it like like what? No, yeah. They don't explain that whatsoever. And uh, and you also don't really know why, other than the fact that like he wanted to date another woman. Like that's all the. And she so the, so she was gonna kill him right in the beginning. Yes, she was gonna kill him because he was gonna marry another woman. Yeah, and then he turned the knife on her, and then she dies, and then he just lifts up a floorboard and just kind of like. It just buries her. Like, it's, like, what kind of shitty Japanese architecture? <laughs> like, but how bad, I like, how, bad uh, did, how bad did his house stink? He just, right. like, throws her in the floor, I'm pretty sure. I had to they, rewind it at one point because when, when they, like, agreed, when he agreed to bring her to the house, um, he says, uh, I smell something, or I smell... Uh, what did he say? I smell something dangerous coming or something. But I thought I thought for a second it said the house really stinks or something. Uh, <laughs> like no shit, it's a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked at one point to see if I could put the dubbed version on because I was like fading yeah. in and out of watching this. No, but when I when like Vinny, I'm trying like. It's as if you could just lift up like a, like a three by three by like a three foot all the way around square of your floor, and it just like oh, comes up, and you can just put a body under it and put it back down. Well, to be fair, he starts to chop the the part with an axe. Uh, I think it's a shovel, and he's just because he comes well, back he uses, to life. He uses the shovel to pry up the floor, and then there's more like wood under, and he starts chopping at that. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's still ridiculous though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably throw it on for like a, you know, I'm doing stuff around the house, throw it in the background. You, kind you should of throw deal. it on. But you can't. Like a, you can't do that. Yeah, you can throw it on for like a, you want to trick Steph into big. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things about this movie. Let's watch it. So well, we and like she loves movie. Japanese culture, so that'd be an easy. Yeah. An easy trap to fall into for her. There's, there's no. I don't think there's any coy in this movie though. <laughs> Maybe she could explain. Do, whenever we do like an outdoor movie night, and we need to kill an hour between sessions, we could throw this on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does she have a kimono? Yes, Vinny. Yeah, she does. does. Yeah. Yeah. Is she wearing? Yes. It? Is that what she's wearing for her wedding dress? Nah, nah. She went. Traditional Western white. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> You're more chill than me. 
What do you wear? Suit? What am I wear? Kimono dog. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll wear kimonos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I, uh, I give it a die as well. There's, there's no reason. Like, short of being, like, uh, like I said, a, a crazy Japanese horror fan or an Evil Dead completionist, like, I need to see everything that has to do with it. It's, uh, it was a it was boring watch in my case. Uh, you know, but yeah, it was probably made for, like, no money. And someone along the way was like, you know... I'll probably just throw this out and someone will watch it. Yeah, I mean, so, someone, Shutter had to pay to get it, so like someone yeah. paid a few dollars at least. Well, yeah, yeah. they didn't pay much, but. Sean, what's your uh, verdict? So I was going to say don't watch this because for the, the average listener, the average horror moviegoer probably wouldn't appreciate this, but. I want Vinny to watch this. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, oh. I will so watch I it. I, I, I gotta go watch this because I want. I'm recommending it to at least one person to watch. So I mean, I'm not. I can tell you, I'm not gonna like sit down and watch it and invest all my inten- uh, attention. Oh no! Oh no! Please don't. But but it's only in, but it's only an hour. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. A day where I'm, you know, putzing around the house, I'll throw this on in the background and probably do one of those things where, like, you know, you stop and stand there and watch parts of it while you're attempting the vacuum or whatever. <laughs> we should watch it, like, ten minutes at a time because the first the first 20 minutes are rough. The second 20 minutes, there's, like, some actual stuff that happens. I, I wanted I wanted to touch on the fact that it's just an hour because this felt like three hours <laughs> it does it feels long no that's see, that's rough i wouldn't even be surprised if it like there's so many effects in it i wouldn't even be surprised if the guy who made it was just like oh i can do all this cool shit i might as well try and make a movie and this is what you got but whatever their budget was they stretched it to the maximum yeah. The effects were fun. Uh, it's, were all, fun. it's all practical. The, the problem with it, the problem with it being Japanese is that, like, I can't tell you that it's like bad acting. So you know, you get that like stiff, crappy acting. I don't know if that's going on, but that kind of adds some charm sometimes. Like, like the psychic in the car. Um, the psychic in the car in the beginning, like the dude seems so stiff. I'm like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is happening with this guy? Yeah, and like, I he finally becomes the, he strong becomes style. I finally just started the um, Nightmare on Elm Street series, and they're fun. But that's like the one thing I, I I noticed. I said it the other night. I was like, man, I'm kind of enjoying the the stiff bad acting because it, it it gives it some sort of like charm. Like it's story that you know i don't know if you've ever seen it but it's got like a twilight zone alfred hitchcock presents kind of vibe to it mm-hmm. and a little but, bit it's a little bit like are you afraid of the dark too yeah like, yeah like, yeah like un- unknown actors in like their first thing probably yeah i mean there's known directors that's for sure there's some known actors but uh yeah so they're like, known now but they weren't known then right right and, uh yeah like laurie petty's in like the third episode um but uh yeah, and it's just it's fun, and they get. I mean, I don't know if they got away with it because they ended up getting 
thrown off basically for it, but some of the shit they do in it is pretty uh, exception for regular ass TV. What what did that originally air on? So it was syndicated. So what happened was, I think Robert England tells the story or something like that, where because it's syndicated, it's, you film everything and then you just try and sell it to network. So when people would buy it and show it, they'd show it at like four or five o'clock in the afternoon when they really should have been showing it at like 11 o'clock at night, something like that. Right. And that was, that was ultimately the downfall of it because there's a shitload of episodes, but because it was coming on in some markets at like four o'clock, they were yeah, getting, kids, uh, kids were like kids were like coming over from school and watching. Right, comics. and then like parents were writing letters to the network, like this is atrocious. How can you have this on in the middle of the day? Um, but so far so good. I'm only about three episodes deep. So it's been fun. I can tell you that much. Well, I. Uh... I wanted to ask something. I meant to do this earlier in the show, but since I mean we're pretty much done talking about this movie, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm changing mine to a watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were All done. Right. <laughs> so if you're if you're listening. Uh I didn't turn it off. I mean, because I had to keep I watch it for this episode, so Well, uh I- just in case you're still here like an hour in, this movie's I think is also on Tubi, so you don't have to pay for it. Um, so while I got you guys here, I wanted to ask, um, what's your go-to Wawa hoagie order? Oh, it's easy. Smoke, honey smoked turkey, mayo, lettuce, onion, and maybe sweet peppers, maybe pickles, depends on my mood. Oregano. American cheese. American. All right. Yeah. The honey smoked turkey is too good to be putting any kind of other cheese on. I go for the uh, Italian with provolone, uh, onions, banana peppers, pickles, salt, pepper, oregano. Mm -hmm. Classic. I, I pretty much only go there. It depends. There's a breakfast order and there's a, a regular order. But Time of day does have effect. On yeah. It. I mean, um, but breakfast, I go sausage, egg, and cheese on a pancake. Oh, I go uh, and cheese on their their burrito or like uh, oh, their the sizzly burrito. Yeah, the sizzly burrito. I've never. I'll- Ordered from the screen. I just grabbed the... They have like a sriracha aioli. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, yeah. For uh, breakfast, I always go whatever they're, like, they have in the hot thing. Yeah. And I'll tell you the hack for that. Well, first of all, they're... Because it's, like, it keeps it really hot, the croissant is surprisingly really good and flaky and delicious. I usually go with pork roll, egg, and cheese bagel. Or depending if it's lunch, I might just grab the pork roll and cheese. But if it's breakfast and you grab the, a breakfast sandwich, you grab the hash brown and you put it on your sandwich. Oh yeah, and that's like the that's like the breakfast hack. Yep. Now, if I'm like if I'm there and it's like nighttime, I might want a meatball. But lately, what I've been doing is 
hot pepper relish, chicken salad, lettuce, tomato, banana peppers. Chicken pepper salad. Right so yeah, I'd be worried about the chicken salad. Nah, they they they're so while I was like so like on their their uh, like um you know FIFA FIFO and uh Hassup game. I don't I don't worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Now do you ever do meatball with a little bit of mayo? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Sean and that's I are, are are mayo sluts. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm also a mayo slut. But my my order is either usually meatball with mayo and a little parm. Or I'll get the chicken cheesesteak with mayo. Yeah. Uh, and also, it, de- it depends on the Wawa, but they do the pulled pork on the long sandwich. Ooh, I haven't had also, that. Also great with American gravy and uh, a little mayo. Yeah, I didn't mention on my Italian uh, hoagie, I always do mayo and spicy brown mustard. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I kind of, um, I kind of want one now. And I, I still, a lot of times when I golf in the morning, uh, always the sizzlies. Now, oh, are yeah. you grabbing? Um, now, when you get your sandwich, are you grabbing, grabbing a bag of chips and a drink? And and if so, what what's your hundred grand? Hundred grand bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretzels, caramel, chocolate, right? Hers, no, kettle chips. Hundred grand caramel, uh, crunch, chocolate, and that it? I think that's it. Hers, hers, oh, hers, kettle was... chips. The uh, yeah, salt and vinegar, boardwalk or something. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Classic and the and the Wawa steak probably. Yeah, but, yep. Diet. I still throw it back and get the uh, vitamin water triple X that we used to drink back in like high school days. Yeah, my my big and I'm actually looking at it right now. That Matt Sharman gave me in high school, but I was always a yellow guy, and I'm looking at the hat. It's above my desk. So yeah, Pete, water, you turn yellow. me on the yellow, the yellow. It's a great oh, is that energy. Yeah. Is yellow energy. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had one in probably like five years, but um, yeah, I still get the, the just because like sugar, just because sugar, but uh, yeah, triple X, and they make a diet triple X too. Uh, they don't make yeah, diet I, of every flavor. I will say my Wawa trips are like few and. Between if if I'm going there, it's usually for coffee, and you know, like maybe I'll get a pretzel. Yeah, it's always when I'm like on my way somewhere. I don't. I, oh, I guess I mean everyone's always on their way somewhere, but it's usually specifically when I'm like going. Like I always like uh, anytime I'm going out to uh, see you guys out in Phoenixville, Pottstown. I drive by this one Wawa. And I usually stop there to top off my tank, and I might grab. The other thing that I love is the uh, – um, only the real hardcore fans are still listening, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I grab the jalapeno cheese stuffed pretzel, which is a longtime favorite of mine. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, but, uh, yeah. So 
you know, like I'm not, I'm not a daily. I, mean, I know there's daily Wawa. You know, people stop there some for coffee every day sometimes. Um, but no, I'm a, I'm a sporadic. I mean, I get gas at Wawa a lot, but I don't always go inside. So, shout out to Wawa, Algonquin for goose. Peppermint bark iced coffee for the Christmas season. Oh, shout disgusting. out Wawa. Wawa coffee is always a solid. Yeah. I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of flavored coffees. Well, no, just get their dark roast or their regular. No, no, I was, I was commenting on Vinny's peppermint bark comment. Oh. No, but I do get the, I do fuck with the pumpkin spice coffee still. And their, and the holiday roast. The holiday like roast a, is a nice item. I like a little bit of seasoning. Yeah. But it just has like a little nutmeg or what? A little nutmeg, a little cinnamon, whatever. Yeah, it's like the holiday. The holiday spices. Vinny, do you remember remember um, Dave uh, that worked at Marketplace Day Shift with Andrew? Yeah. Um. Uh, I I remember Andrew talking about how, and this is just going on the holiday blend. The only reason I'm telling this story um, is that uh, Andrew came into the kitchen. And Dave had a sizzle plate in the oven with cloves on it, whole cloves. <laughs> and he was like, you know where I'm going with this? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, Dave, what's with the sizzle plate of cloves? He's like, it makes the kitchen smell like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> are we uh, are we done with food talk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're ready to, ready to crash. <laughs> All right, Jeff, wrap it up. Do your call right, sign. Well. Did we did we beat the time? Are we longer than the movie now? <laughs> right on time. Wow. It's uh, we're at one hour. Perfect. Wow. All right. Perfect. Um. Well, don't watch uh, bloody bodybuilder muscle head in hell or whatever the hell. It's called. Um, uh, Someone's got to tell me the name there? of the of the um, that movie for the uh, title. Anyway, continue. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for the Killer Fod crew, until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we're out.